Hello and welcome to ReTNG, a Star Trek The Next Generation rewatch podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is Season 5, Episode 14. Uh, yeah, it's um, Conundrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some deets for us there? I do, I do, I do. Uh, sorry, I just accidentally clicked off of it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, Conundrum was has story by Paul Schiffer, teleplay by Barry Skolnick, directed by Les Lando, and first aired February 17th, 1992. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is one which... Uh, I know is not that great of an episode, but it's like kind of like a personal, not favorite per se, but it's like, it's, it's one that I particularly like. Um, it, you know, there's a couple of things I I like, I like high concept episodes where it's like something that's like really out of the ordinary. Um, yeah. And you know, this one is all about where the, the crew basically loses their memory and they don't know who they are Mm -hmm. and they have to like, basically, you know navigate kind of the situation and interact with each other without having the basis of their prior relationships yeah yeah because um, they lose all their personal memory like their names yeah yeah their, like they still history. know how to run the ship but they keep and their but, skills and stuff yeah uh it's also an it's in row episode i'm a big fan of yeah the row character mm-hmm. um and it's been a while since there's been a row episode. Um, there's not that many. I mean, granted, I mean she's. No. This is the, I what I sort of consider like what I call the the row season because it's the season where she's a recurring character. But you know she's really only yeah. in a handful of episodes. Um, but it just feels like it's been a while. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, this was an episode that I did not recall seeing before. Yeah. Um, which uh, actually I was glad for because. Yeah. No, uh, like you know not knowing necessarily the, I mean, how a, the basic principle of the episode is you know like oh no they've lost their memories yeah but it seems like according to all the like the ship's logs is like they're actually at war with these aliens yeah yeah and of course which of course you know anybody who's watched the show is like wait no they're not well especially because there's here? suddenly a new character right there's, there's, an there's extra a new crew the first member. the first officer is this other guy yeah commander mcduff yeah. And, yeah. and and Riker's still there, but he's now the second officer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's very strange because like I mean it was an interesting choice to do, I to love, do it that way. I love how they do like, that to have I love the, the way they, the, the alien that that's manipulating them to appear as a, a crew yeah, member. Yeah. I love how they do that <laughs> where they like the scene where they get like probed or whatever and it causes the, the memory thing and it kinda yeah, knocks yeah. them all out and then they sort of all get up and then he's just there. With no yeah, f- yeah. extra fanfare, like he's just there, like yeah. as if he was For always a brief there. Second, I was like, "Oh, was he the other? Was he the guy at the other comm station?" But us as viewers but... are like, "Wait a minute, he wasn't there before. Yeah. He's he. We've never seen this guy." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, okay, so was he at comms when <laughs> when Roe was at at at, at uh, yeah? Because because Roe is like Roe knows Ro's that, on deck knows yeah. that she's the pilot because she says mm-hmm. you know because she's literally sitting at flight control and she knows yeah, how to run yeah. it so she's like okay and i'm I the pilot like, i was like why is the guy from calms like butting into the the captain and rikers like conversation like who is this guy i love the whole thing and then like the thing is is like it also takes about like 15 seconds for you to realize 
oh wait, they're being manipulated. Yeah, yeah. This guy's this guy's this guy's not a member of the crew. Yeah. This guy's an alien. Yeah. Oh, and like I this is the kind of thing where like Overall, I like what they did with this story. Like you say, the, the kind of the, the interesting high concept, yeah. you know, very simple concept, but but uh, a, sort of a different twist on what they've done, you know, so far. Yeah. And, but but like how, like they wrote this episode, Sierra 1992, versus how, like, say you would write that episode in a more modern show, mm-hmm. where you would, you wouldn't immediately present a crew member that nobody had seen before. And then thus kind of giving it away. Like, well, I mean, it's it in such a yeah. way that it was both a mystery to the cast. Right. Or like, sorry, not the cast, but the, the members yeah. of the, 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 the Enterprise mm-hmm. and the audience. Yeah, Instead I suppose. Of basically like giving the audience, you know, it's like how mysteries, they're like there was a time. But that's, I mean, clearly when, that's not what they were going for. But no, at, the, no, but at no. the same time, I mean, I think that um, also, but in the context of the time, I mean, just to create that little bit of confusion with the audience to be yeah, like, yeah. for the audience to be like, oh, like, what's with this guy? You know? Yeah, Because yeah. it's not like, they don't yeah. really, I mean, they, it's, you know, I mean, you get the idea, but at the same time, it's like, you still don't really know the exactly mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, at mm-hmm. first. Um, but, but for me, it's primarily what's interesting about it is seeing how the characters behave when they don't have any sense of, their past self or their mm-hmm. relationships with other with the other characters yeah and so mm-hmm. they all have to behave as strangers to each other and to themselves mm-hmm. and uh, well, they all kind of default to like like almost like oh it's like season one again like well, this is well, almost like yeah it's like a soft reboot of the show and and, and i mean and they're very true to to their nature still you yeah know? exactly uh, well, picard like, still Worf acts immediately like... yeah he Worf immediately takes command yeah, well, <laughs> I love strong. that whole thing about how when they look at Picard, and of course he's got the most pips and stuff, so they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. you appear to be the leader. And uh, Worf is like, well, oh, yeah. you know, let's not come to conclusions. I, I am also I am also because he's got the big bandolier. You know, whatever yeah. he says, like, I am I am adorned or whatever as well. Yeah, yeah whatever that's he, what says. he says. Yeah, I yeah. forget what he says, but, you know, he's because he's got his, like, sash there, the Klingon sash. Mm. Uh, yeah. So for a while, like it's Heat Wharf is actually acting as like captain. He's yeah. sitting in the ready room and stuff, and people are reporting to him. And yeah, uh, yeah. and then when when they look up the uh, they they, well, yeah, they, they, they get access, access to, to the, the, the files, and then it's like they find mm-hmm. out who who everyone actually is supposed to be, and it's like, oh, uh, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like Wharf defers to the captain in the way that Wharf defers to Picard. You yeah. Know, he, he, you know, everybody kind of like, again, like they act appropriate, but it's like, yeah, nobody, they're true know. to their nature. They're just, they just don't have any, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, preconceptions. R- Riker's of... a little too true to his nature. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> gets him in trouble at the end. <laughs> What's great about that is of course they say, I mean, it's such a simple thing. Like it's oh, such an obvious simple thing, but they set yeah. up at the beginning that he's button heads with Roe yeah. as always because mm-hmm. you know she's so like self willed and stuff and, and she's so like if I come up with a better way to do something then I should just do it that way and, and Riker's like exactly. that's not how we do things we do things you know how they're supposed to be done uh, how they've always been done kind of thing and and they're always button heads and then of course you know when they lose their memories they're like all flirty and they like clearly have like yeah. an attraction to each other and they end up sleeping together and it's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like of course of course 
I mean, it's so basic, but you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, fun, it's funny, um, and it throws you know, uh, and then it throws into the whole kind of like it creates a little bit of an almost a, a um, like a like a triangle almost with Troy because of course Troy with her abilities and stuff like that, like she she says because you know she doesn't have any memories either, but like Riker is the only thing that kind of stands out as being something that's like very familiar and very kind of you know. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, in reference to their past relationship, but like, there's well, that whole thing where they like emotional they, re- like memory more right, than, than and then like, they find yeah. like there's like the book or whatever it was that has like the yeah, with where where she you know dedication not a dedication yeah it says about about Deanna like a, and so now they think like maybe they're currently in a relationship but they just don't know about mm-hmm. it because they don't know like the you know how long ago this was this you know and so it makes it seem you know so it just causes all kinds of extra confusion. Um, which of course, like you say, leads to the scene at the end mm-hmm. uh, after they've gotten their memories back. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then plot-wise, I mean, it's basically all about that. Um, essentially, they this was a, uh, basically what what it boils down to is there's this war with this alien race, like you said, and yeah. they encounter them, and it's like clearly they're way less advanced than the Enterprise yeah. than the Federation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to the point where, like, at one point, they're just, like, literally, like, they're, like, at least, like, a hundred years behind. Yeah. So yeah. it's, like, how can they be, how can these be, like, our mortal enemy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the, the, the you know, mm-hmm. because, of course, yeah. like you and said. Well, it turns out it's actually these two other races. Yeah. Who have the, been fighting. And then this one race basically ends up hijacking yeah. the Enterprise to do its dirty work. Yeah, which which is know? an interesting idea that they had this, sure. like, they discovered this one kind of crazy bit of technology or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or process that allowed them to affect other people's minds and stuff like this or, and, and yeah, computer yeah. systems. But but yet, like, weapons-wise and stuff like that, they're, yeah, exactly. they're no more advanced yeah. than the other race. So they needed, yeah. you know, they were trying to basically get a hold of the Enterprise to use as... It's, you know, because yeah. like they say, like one one a single uh, photon torpedo from photon the Enterprise would destroy like the central command of the other race there. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Well, it's, and, it's clear like the other two races were like way too evenly matched. And yeah, there, that war was going. Well, they bring that up at the end that that yeah. war had gone on for decades. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. And then they have that whole thing. Yeah, one one photon uh, torpedo would have ended that war. It almost yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they almost blew up uh, the Central Command, which was like over 15,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. at the end, you know, again, it's that whole thing of staying true to their, their nature as people. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole where, time where Picard, like, they all feel that like this, yeah. you know, being at war feels wrong, but they can't put their finger on it. Yeah. And know? then because well, they assume and it's worship because of the armaments. Yeah. And then, of course, as but, they as they encounter more and more about their supposed enemy they're like this this does not make any sense like how could we be in a war that's gone on for ages and ages if we're this far in advance of them doesn't make any Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. you know and then finally picard just you know refuses to to uh yeah to kill like fire on him yeah because he's just like this and then that's when mcduffel replaces hand yeah which was another thing that i thought was really interesting was the idea that even though like the race that whatever you know whatever mcduff actually is um, yeah. The race that he's from, like, although they had much inferior technology, well, at least like weapons and stuff like mm-hmm. that, to to uh, to Starfleet, um, and that's why you know he wanted to use the Enterprise as a weapon, basically. But like, 
it's interesting to note that like clearly they're like on a one-to-one basis like they're they're more like physically yeah. superior because he sure. throws we, Worf across the room and then uh, they, they have to like again they have to like yeah Worf got warfed of course and then they have to like phaser him like multiple times to like get him to stop because he keeps like he keeps coming trying yeah. to like activate get to the the, the tactical console you get that and activate cool thing the weapon where they're phasering him like the human disguise kind of like goes yeah. away for a bit you yeah that was interesting. the kind of yeah, that was pretty well done yeah you know I mean it's pretty stock mm-hmm. at Star Trek kind of effect yeah but sure sure it was yeah. well done enough I like it when they do it though yeah, yeah it's cool um so yeah, I mean that's basically um, conundrum. Yeah. Uh, it's a simple. Uh, there, there. I have thought I would have a lot more to say about it, just because it is kind of one of those ones that's on my list of like old mm-hmm. old favorites of mine. Um, I still really enjoyed it, but I kind of didn't realize kind of how simple it really was. Yeah, that's that was my thing. Like I, I liked it as an episode, but I wish it had been. I don't know. Like you could like almost make a good, like 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 you said, introduce a little bit more mystery to it, and yeah, and, like it's just and, a little meteor, and just keep keep the audience else, a little know? bit more mysterious. And yeah. you could almost make have made this like a two parter, like a stronger oh, for like sure. two parter where yeah. the first half is all about trying to figure out what's going on, and then like the second half mm-hmm. is all kind of the resolution stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that would have allowed you know, for more depth in like the character stuff and like mm-hmm. that could have been like a, a really interesting make it a, make it a stronger mystery for them to, to yeah, figure out. Yeah. That that would have been yeah, kind of yeah. a, maybe an interesting way to do it, but you know, but you know, um, it's not what they did, so it just stands yeah. as kind Yeah, cuz cuz in some ways like they kind of never really figure out until like basically literally the very end. Yeah. The they they're unable to actually overcome the mystery beyond like we have a yeah. bad feeling about this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean like uh, Dr. Crusher is working on like ideas yeah. of how to like f- you know, fix them as it were. Um but like the actual sort of solution kind of op- happens sort of off-screen and it's just at the end yeah. they just have them be like like Picard just does a, vo- a, a, a Well, McDuff sabotages their ability to yeah, and then like and then the well, yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, but but I mean, like, mm-hmm. and then at the end, where like Adam Picard just kind of has a log where he's just kind of voiceovering yeah. about just like, oh, Doctor Crusher fixed it all, and you know, most of the mm-hmm. most of the crew have been had their memories restore, restored by now, and yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like it, it all kind of happens off screen, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah yeah no it was uh, you know for so, a single plot it was a pretty good episode. Yeah. Um, so it's number wise, I guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a seven. Yep. Um, it was it was good, but not great. Yeah, surprisingly, I mean, um, given the fact it that mostly mostly driven by you know great performance work. Yeah, you know, surprisingly given that it's it's one that I kind of considered to be like one of my highlights. Um, think mm. like in retrospect, um, seeing it this time, it's like yeah, yeah. I, I'll just go seven as well. It, it's yeah. it's actually pretty. It's, it's, it's it's kind of a shame in a way because I think like a little bit of extra like yeah. oomph to the story could have easily made this like an eight or, yeah. or even a nine if they yeah. had really just like nailed a the good concept story. is strong, but they didn't really yeah. explore yeah. it as much as um, might have been good. I mean, maybe possibly it was just a case of like they were afraid of, you know, like if they they kind of went too hard on yeah like the story stuff yeah like that having like um. It's setting up potential like pitfall ramifications in the future, kind of thing, um, you know. Uh, I mean, beyond the the case of like, well, like, you know, like they sort of never like bring up like, okay, like you you solved this problem, but like, in in a way, like, oh, oh, we overcame this this thing with our memories being rewritten, you know. But 
how do we know that wasn't also part of our memories being rewritten? You know, you end up with that, uh, uh, you know, where does the, where does the, the, the fantasy end? Yeah. Okay. You know, like that, that would have been a twist that they could have put in. Like, that's the kind of thing where they could have, um, you know, if they had made this like a two-parter yeah. where like at the end of the first part, like they've overcome it. Yes. But like, they haven't actually overcome it. They've, 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 they've overcome what they were supposed to overcome in order to give themselves the confidence to do the thing that they actually, you know, the bad guys actually want them to do. Yeah. The inception effect. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I gotcha, but you know, but that's not, again, you know, that's not how these, that's not how Star Trek episodes are generally (laughs) written. You know, they're, they're much more digestible than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think it was a great, you know, great cast work, um, or is really what, what made this, uh, uh, a good episode. Cool. Um, definitely, definitely much better than the last couple for sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. So uh, is that all? Anything else? Or no? I think that's that's no? okay. pretty good. Right. Just, just so uh, yeah, that's episode. that's conundrum. Yep. Um, and that's all for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of Star Trek: The Next. Yeah, Generation. I guess we're we're into the second half of the season. We now. are. We are. Yeah, episode four, five, 14, 15 next week. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, until then, I'm Chris. What's? Oh, oh. sorry. Uh, yeah, this uh, seven. All right. Cheers. Bye bye.